What do racism, COVID-19, and workplace harassment have in common? Hi, my name is Love Aludo, and today I want to talk about harassment, but with a gender perspective, especially with a focus on women. So there are people who do not believe that racism exists because they haven't been affected personally and because they don't know anyone who's been affected. And the case is the same for COVID-19 and for workplace harassment. When it comes down to harassment, people only think of sexual harassment or they think of it first when you mention workplace harassment. And when we talk about sexual harassment, people believe that only men can be perpetrators, but in reality, there are women on men, women on women, and also men on men sexual harassment, especially in this era of confused sexual orientations. And then for harassment, mobbing, employee abuse or colleague abuse, even though it exists among men who may be bossy and overbearing towards their direct reports, at the women level, it's embarrassing to say that envy, envy can make a less educated, insecure, less credentialed woman to aggressively mob high-performing, overachieving, and especially younger girls or women. This doesn't only mean that there are no highly positioned women attacking women at lower levels, there are. In fact, the fight at the top for the last woman standing goes against all of the women supporting women hashtags and campaigns. You want to be the last woman standing. You want to be the only woman. One one minute, one minute we're, we're networking at an event, we're exchanging cards and saying, oh, I'm call you, you call me. I'll give you a call, I'll send you an email. But the next minute, the person you used to look up to becomes your equal and you're sitting at the same exclusive table but they're uncomfortable and they want you out. So you start to wonder what is going on. Even after a human being has achieved something, when a black person achieves it, it's a new headline. That we can understand. When a woman achieves it again, it's a brand new headline. That we can understand. Now let's go deeper. When a black woman achieves the same thing, it becomes another brand new headline. We want to be special. We want to be the first woman. We want to be the only woman. We want to be one of the few women. We want to be among a handful, especially in a male-dominated industry or sector. We want to be that woman. So we bicker and we scheme and manipulate and harass and frustrate the younger ones or the newer members of the VIP lounge. With this mentality, how are we ever going to achieve equality? Or at least, how are we going to have more women at the table, at the board, in the office, in power, in parliament, when even in our everyday lives, we cannot hold each other's hands and mentor or guide or say welcome or encourage or support in solidarity and chase a common goal? So these women who were there before, especially in on special places, just because you were there before, and because they're more known or more popular, even though they are notorious. And then for those who are in high places because they're more respected, 
whenever a newcomer or the newcomer who's being harassed speaks her truth and speaks against the attacker, she goes unbelieved or her claims are discarded and you act like you don't see it. You ignore it, not because the newcomer or the new girl is wrong, not because she's unqualified to speak, not because she doesn't perform well and does not deserve a time of day, not because she was disrespectful in her approach, but because you do not want to believe her because you already know those other people or because they are stronger or because they are more respected. So because she was, because she's new, she's ignored. Even though she was harassed, mobbed, and discriminated against. And then the cycle continues because of the influence of the people, of the women who were there before. Because of the influence of the women who are more respected. Even though they are less credentialed, less qualified, not as high performing or not as achieving as this new person. It's, it's, it's like jealousy, like envy, like you just do not want a new person. Maybe next time we should talk about quotas because some people tend to argue that quotas encourage unqualified women to just come and sit and fill positions. And in this case, when women see more qualified women, they start to look around like, she's my rival, she's my competition, she's more qualified, she's going to take over. She's going to replace me. They're going to see just how incompetent I am. Then they're going to let her replace me. Then they're going to let me go. And this insecurity just makes you want to fight the new person. Not because they're not good enough, but because you are not good enough. You do not feel good enough. You do not feel safe anymore around this threat so you want the threat out and then when she speaks nobody believes her because this older woman has been in the organization for about maybe 10 years five years three years and then nobody believes that this harassment exists or maybe they do know that it exists but they're afraid to protect you so the question is, women, when are we really going to start protecting and supporting other women? When are women going to work together? When is it going to be said that women can work together and support each other? I am Love Aludo, and I'm an advocate for more women in parliament. Even if we do not get equality, we need more women because there are so many issues. Even though we do not share the same common issues, common interests, there are so many issues that will do better in parliament, at the assembly, if only there would be more women to upvote. But with all of this, when are we ever going to work together to achieve this goal. Thank you for listening. My name is Lava Ludo. Leave a comment or leave a voice message and let's start a conversation. See ya!